Hello and welcome to the IABC Ottawa podcast, The Voice. Ottawa is one of the International Association of Business Communicators' largest chapters in the world, and we are pleased to bring you a podcast that covers everything from marketing, strategy, social media, crisis comms, public affairs, and whatever else is relevant to communicators. I'm your host, Sherry Ask. Welcome to The Voice, episode 137. Should I go my own way? All about how and whether to start your own communications agency. So many of our listeners and IABC Ottawa members are entrepreneurs. A lot of you guys run your own businesses or are independent consultants, and you have your own roster of clients that you work with. And if that's not you, maybe you've thought about whether you might be interested in starting your own communications office someday, especially now during the pandemic, as we hear about things like the great resignation, maybe you're thinking that the next move in your career will be to become your own boss. So that is great. But then how does one go about doing that? How do you not just decide to do it, but get through those first steps of setting up your business and accounts, your website, getting clients, even promoting your own brand? Well, for this episode, I spoke to someone who's just done all of that. In a moment, you'll hear my interview with Christina Martin. Christina is a former IABC Ottawa president, but she also just launched her own PR firm called Kit PR after spending the first part of her career in public affairs, advising clients across various sectors. We talked about figuring out if you're ready to make that leap, finding your own brand, and advice for anyone who is considering launching their own firm in the current market. I really think you're going to appreciate her story. So without further ado, let's get into the interview. And joining me now is Christina Martin, the president and founder of Kit PR. Christina, thank you for joining me and welcome to The Voice. Thank you, Sherry. Excited to be here. So to start, why don't you tell us a bit about Kit PR, the new PR firm that you just launched? And congratulations. By the way, I should start by saying that as well. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, so Kit is uh, independently owned by myself. Uh, public and government relations practice here in Ottawa. Um, I founded it just this year uh, in effort to provide more accessible government and public relations services to small to medium-sized businesses uh, and nonprofits. And for people who don't know, can you tell us a bit about what you were doing before and how you decided to make the leap I guess, to to do to creating your own company and, and doing it yourself. Yeah, absolutely. So I started off my career in politics. I worked on Parliament Hill, um, but always had a passion for writing and communications at the same time. So I actually found myself working uh, in a political party leader's press office uh, where I really kind of honed in on the political communications side of things. Um, I did that for a number of years before I decided to kind of broaden my horizons outside of uh, just politics. 
um, to study communications, to work in big PR firms in Toronto. Um, and then realized that, you know, I still had the political bug in me, um, but I was more interested on how you could influence from the outside in, how to help businesses um, and causes tell their story to help inform government. So I decided to start working in government relations and uh, kind of fell in love with it. And I've been doing both uh, GR and PR ever since. So I've worked at uh, a number of different firms, um, big and small, and I've also worked uh, in the nonprofit sector. So I served as the director of communications and public affairs uh, for a national, national charitable organization. So you had a ton of experience, like 15 years worth doing different things related to this before you were like, oh, I think I could you know, maybe I could do this myself. Was there something about this time or was it just the amount of experience you had uh, accumulated or was it the cause, like uh, your idea about accessible government and public relations services specifically? Like what made you say, like, I'm going to be my own boss now? <laughs> yeah, so I was always inspired by a few uh, women mentors I have who are CEOs or presidents or founders themselves. Um, and I've studied their paths very carefully. And I've always, from those discussions and those observations, there's never the perfect time. Um, but what I can say is that it's really important to listen to your gut, to examine your opportunity for growth where you currently are in your career, whether that's a company, an organization, a nonprofit. And determine if that's the right trajectory for you, if that's as far as you think you can go, and if it's not, to reevaluate that. And that's where I found myself. Um, I find it's, you know, it's common for us to, if you're not happy at one place, you go to another and hope that, you know, it's better there. But there's another option, and that is to create what you want, to create that culture, to create that structure, to create those opportunities. Um, so I said, hell, why not? <laughs> why not try and create those opportunities, um, not only for myself, um, but for younger folks um, who, like me, were looking for opportunities for growth in this field, face certain challenges um, and to help them navigate those um, in a bit of an easier way uh, than what I had in the last uh, decade plus. Wow, that is so, I love that um, that line you said when you're like, oh, you know, the other option is to create what you want. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so you, you gather the experience, then go out and, and make your perfect, your perfect job. Um, you talked about wanting to you know, also give opportunities to others. Are you just by yourself right now or are you hoping to grow? Um, I know I realizing you just launched, but what is what is sort of the long term plan there? Yeah, so I never wanted to work by myself. I, I love working in teams. I love working with people. Um, so the ultimate goal is 100 uh, percent bring people on. Um, and soon, too, I've I've been fortunate to already bring on a number of clients. Um, and I, you know, I'm being very focused with the amount I bring on and ensure that they are getting the absolute most quality service from me as just one person. And then as soon as that demand 
starts to grow, I will be bringing people on to to help meet that and hopefully, you know, mentor them and, you know, learn from them as well. Because what I've learned in the past is that you're not the best leaders are not just people who give you work and to delegate. They're the ones that ask you questions too and are looking to learn from you and what you bring to the table. I'm a huge, I have so much passion for learning um, and you can only learn so much from yourself. So yes, I'm excited to, to bring on some more folks soon. That's so cool. Um, very exciting to know and to see how that that progresses. Um, I want to go back a bit to a bit of like the, I guess, the nitty gritty in the weeds part of starting your own company, mm -hmm. because um, I think that that could be just be overwhelming to think about. Like, say in your gut, you're like, yes, I that is what I want to do. I'm ready. I'm going to go or I may not be ready, but I'm going to try and be my own boss. What do you do first? Like, do you go? Because I literally Google like, how to start your own business. And I saw like, oh, you have to register. Like, I know you need a website. Like, where did you start to get the ball rolling? Yeah. So oh, as having a communications background, it, my mind went more so to the, the brand opportunities first. Um, I thought that was kind of the more interesting and exciting part that actually turned out to be one of the most challenging parts for me, interestingly. Um, I can do it easily and happily for other companies and organizations as my profession, but when you're doing it for yourself, um, it's a lot harder. Uh, you second guess more, and you know, it's your personal brand that you're putting out there, um, and it makes you really, second guess and, you know, wheel over and over and over um, how you're going to put this new entity out into the world that has your name on it. Um, so the first thing I did was an exercise of what my brand values would be, um, what I wanted to look and feel, who I wanted to be serving in the first place, how I was going to distinguish myself. Um, in a, you know, a somewhat crowded field, especially in Ottawa on the GR side. Um, and once I determined that, I was able to, you know, come up with a name, then look at the logistics side of things, as you said, whether or not to incorporate, um, speaking with a lawyer to make sure I had all, you know, my I's dotted, T's crossed um, for tax purposes. Um, working with an accountant, you know, there's there's lots of things that are required to set up a business. Um, but there, you know, Google helps <laughs> make everything easy. Even uh, the Government of Canada website on incorporating, you know, has tools for you. When I decided to interview, that's what I, I was like, oh, I wonder how you even like, what are the steps? And you Google like, what are the steps in the Canada, the Canada.gc.ca or whatever website comes up. So I'm. Yes, exactly. And I know some people that have done the incorporation, you know, papers and all that themselves. Um, I decided uh, to work with a lawyer on it personally. I found that um, extremely helpful. What else did you get help on? Like, did you um, contract out anything like your website? I know you said you did the the branding exercise by yourself using your own knowledge, but were you um, flipping ideas off people? Did you have a mentor that really helped you along the way? Um, yeah, so a, a few things there. Um, 
Branding wise, I am awful at graphic design. So I went straight to um, a couple folks. I wanna, I wanted to support someone independent. Um, it's also more feasible as you're starting out. Um, if you can't, you know, afford right away a big graphic design firm. Um, there's a lot of amazing independent contractors um, who, you know, will help you in, in getting started. So that was one of my first steps. Um, and then website, I actually had a bit of experience making websites myself in the past. Um, so I used trusty uh, Squarespace and uh, built it myself. But I must say photography is a really important part of that, right? So bringing together visuals and working with a photographer and trying to make things a little more dynamic takes a lot of time. You have to do some custom coding. Um, it's not all as templated as they advertise at first. Uh, so that took a bit of time. Um, but yeah, did the website myself and then outsourced graphic design uh, and worked with accountants and, and lawyers. Your website is beautiful, by the way. Uh, oh, thank you. PR.ca. It's lovely. And I can see like when you say you work with a photographer, people should definitely check it out because the, the images are stunning um, yes. of Ottawa. Yes. Her um, name is Kamara. She's amazing. Shout out to Kamara. <laughs> shout out to Kamara for sure. Um, when you're going out on your own, like I think no matter what you're doing in comms, whatever service, whether it's PR, GR, just at, like advertising, branding, you need clients. So do you do you wait to get clients and then go and make the leap or did you and I know this can be a tricky thing to talk about because you, you can be at another firm but yeah. I, I you don't have to get into specifics but I guess what gave you the confidence to say you know when I go and I make the website I know I will have work or do you have to kind of take the leap and cross your fingers yeah so I had uh, an opportunity um you know when I first left I had the opportunity to work with a client that I, I knew could support me um, as I was getting off the ground. Um, and I was fortunate enough through just word of mouth as I was doing my branding process, building the website. Um, it was a bit cart before the horse and that I had a couple um, of prospective clients come to me uh, and say, oh, we heard like whispers um, that you're now on your own. Um, and we'd love to, you know, talk about potentially working with you. And, you know, as someone new, um, you know, it didn't matter that I didn't have a website up yet. I was like, heck yes, let's talk. Um, so I was doing a lot of it all at the same time. I was doing client work um putting together a website doing my branding uh getting photos done it was a very uh intense intense first couple months for sure and I bet a lot of people who start their own businesses would say that like you know it's just you're you're all in all the time you know doing everything yeah absolutely I mean I I definitely pride myself on on work-life balance but starting a business you know you have to you have to be a exceptionally disciplined um, and accept that, you know, you're going to have to put a few more hours than you would normally put in in a day and on weekends uh, to building it. But uh, the hard work definitely pays off. Yeah. So um, 
having launched now, um, you know, and you have some work under your belt, what would your advice be uh, for someone else that's contemplating it maybe right now? I know there's a lot of people even during COVID have reassessed, you know, am I happy? What do I want? That might bring this question to their minds. Like, what would you say, um, either good, bad about the experience? What would you want them to, what would you want them to know right now? So know that you're comfortable working with yourself for a little while. Um, COVID already can be very isolating. Um, so you have to determine your comfort level of being your own gut check on things, not necessarily having a team to lean on for things. Um, you also have to know like how to be kind to yourself. So, you know, you're going to encounter challenges. Um, and if you haven't practiced dealing with those challenges independently, um, that is, you know, that's something you need to brace yourself for. Um, cause there will be challenges and roadblocks and unknowns as you start your own business. Um, I mentioned staying disciplined and organized. I think that's something, you know, you don't have someone making sure you're at the Monday morning team meeting and keeping you accountable on your client files. Uh, you have to be constantly on top of that yourself, getting up, you know, still at the same time you would get up for any other uh, job where you're on payroll. Um, so I think that um, be resourceful, give yourself time to um, read or listen to podcasts. Um, there's a few professional and personal development books and podcasts um, that I would recommend. Um, again, you don't want to overload yourself with just work stuff. So balance that out with, you know, something more personal development side than the PD professional. All the time. Can you give us one or two? Can you give us yeah. one or two that you uh, uh, really enjoyed or really took a lot away from? Yeah, so a couple of books. Um, Success Habits by Jack Canfield is an old one, but um, it's, it's a good one. Uh, there's a lot of good takeaways in there. Um, the Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. Um, just talking about how you can keep yourself ahead by shifting you know, shifting your habits slightly every day and practices, again, of um, discipline. And um, U-Turn by Ashley Stahl is a bit of a newer one. It's a book, and it's not necessarily just about starting your own business, but really finding yourself in your career and what you really want to be doing, which I think is helpful for a broader audience. And um, she also has a podcast, so you can both listen and, and read her stuff. Those are a few just kind of off the bat. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. Got some book recommendations as well. Is there anything else I guess you want to say um, either about Kit PR um, and accessible accessible GR and public relations or about your experience? Anything else you want to let people know? Yeah, I would say um, on the government relations side of things, um, it's been a hard couple years for not just individuals, but businesses. Um, if there's ever a time where, you know, people, businesses can benefit from government relations, it's been the last couple of years and it will be the next um, few going forward. And so take a look at, you know, 
I think what's been prohibitive for many is that they've already faced financial, um, you know, challenges during the pandemic. So how could they afford working with, you know, a big firm or advisor on this? Um, And one of my goals is to, you know, make that more accessible by not having the the giant uh, big firm retainer fees. Um, so I think, and there's other options too. I'm on the board of the Canadian Advocacy Network um, that helps charities across the country uh, who really need the help. Fantastic. Uh, it's good to have that insight on the industry right now as well. Um, something, you know, we don't always hear. Um, so to have it from someone who's in the thick of it, I think is really valuable. Christina, thank you so much for taking the time uh, to share your your story. Uh, it's really inspiring, I think, for, for people to hear um, because it can be so nerve wracking to make those big career decisions. And it's, it's fantastic to see an IABC member doing it. And uh, we support you and can't wait to see how it goes. Oh, thank you so much, Sherry. I really appreciate the time. And that was Christina Martin, president and founder of the newly launched KIT. PR. And now it's time for the lightning round. This is the part of the show where we feature an IABC Ottawa member or volunteer and ask them to answer a set of rapid fire questions about their career interests, life interests, all of that fun stuff. And this month, I am thrilled to reintroduce to you Priscilla Cabangale, who was the volunteer of the month for March. Priscilla, thank you so much for joining me and welcome back to The Voice. Thank you, Sherry. It's so great to be back. So you were also on the lightning round literally at this time last year, last spring, Mm -hmm. um, on episode 129. But for Mm -hmm. people who didn't catch that episode, um, although I don't know why they would have missed it, Tell us a bit about what you do and how you found IABC Ottawa. Great, thanks. So what I do, I'm a communication officer at the Government of Canada, and I'm also doing my master's. And how did I find IABC Ottawa? I found IABC Ottawa when I was still a student uh, doing my bachelor's, and I was just finishing up school. So I was like looking for a way to really get into um, like my sector, like know people in my field and have some knowledge around my field, especially in like Ottawa, my region. So I think someone talked about IABC. So I went, I looked it up and there was an event. So I bought a ticket and I just went to the event knowing no one at all. And it was really great. And since then I've been here and also French is my first language. So it was, I wanted to challenge myself to expose myself to communicators, but in my second language, which is English, so. That is fantastic. Um, I commend you so much uh, for doing those things. Like that could be a scary thing to do, um, to go, you know, pursue something in your second language. Um, And you speak English so well. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, it was really scary. I remember the night I was like, okay, what's going on? But it was really great. Oh, fantastic. I'm glad it was a positive experience and I'm glad you're (laughs) still here volunteering um even through the pandemic what Mm -hmm. uh is some of the work you're doing um in your volunteer portfolio so i work with the membership portfolio and i take care of the members connect program not only myself with uh, other people so what we do is what i do especially is i prep for the mentor members connect program it's a mentorship program 
and I connect the mentees and the mentors and I follow up with them and I just accompany them in their mentorship uh, relationship during the time that the program um, is ongoing. That's fantastic. And it's it's a great program as well. So I know uh, a lot of work goes into it and people really enjoy it. So thank yes. you for all the help you're doing with that. My pleasure. It's really an amazing program. Like I've been a mentee two times before joining the the portfolio and it it's like really amazing and mind-blowing. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, are you ready for this month's lightning round questions? Yes, let's go. Okay. What is an IABC event, resource, article, or meetup you've enjoyed recently and why? And you can talk about the mentorship program again if you want. <laughs> it's so funny because the meeting that I was about to talk about, it was a mentorship um, meeting. I enjoyed all of them for sure. <laughs> but the one that I enjoyed most recently was a one about mentorship that uh, we had. And it was really enlightening and really refreshing to hear that even people with 15 years of experience still want um, the connection, the um, the fellowship that comes with mentorship, and it's good to think together. And that came, that came up a lot in the conversation that uh, people have simple life hack questions. You know, it's just like, can I write an email and saying this? Can I say this to my manager? It, so it was really refreshing to know that everyone is just trying to do great and be better at what they're doing. So it was really great, great for me to really hear people with like 15 years, 10 years of experience saying that, hey, I still have mentors. I like being mentored. I like asking questions. I like to think with other people. So that was really great. Yeah, and such a good point. Um, you know, it doesn't matter how or where you are in your career, you still have those like questions like, oh, is this okay to put in an email? Does this sound okay? Like it's mm-hmm. such a reassuring thing. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is something that you find useful for coping with stress at work or at school? Um, first taking a nap in the middle of the day. Like yes. I know we we've been in a work, work, work um culture. And we diminished, like, taking a nap, like, it was seen as a bad thing. But I regret every nap I didn't take when I was a child, when my mom was forcing me to go nap. I'm like, can I have those naps back? Um, Taking a nap during the day is a great refresh, is a great reset for your mind, for your body. Um, So really taking a nap, like, during my lunch hour, even a 30-minute, 45-minute nap, uh, gives a signal to your body that, hey, you can refresh, you can send new codes, you can, like, you're fine, you know. And my second favorite is putting a cold tissue, like cold um, napkin, on my forehead. So I, I know that some people might have seen it on, like, TikTok or Instagram. People were putting their face in a bowl of ice, and it gives you a brain freeze, so it, like, forces your brain to reset. You know, and wow, I don't have I know. Right. And I don't have that much ice uh, in my house. So I will just take like any T-shirt, napkin or like a small towel and I'll yeah. just run it uh, under cold water. And after you just put it on your forehead and it will give you a brain freeze. And I've researched it and it helps when you know, sometimes your brain is just going around something you're like stress about something and you cannot get out of that loop. 
doing that will force your brain to shut down. And then when it comes back again, you can now direct your mind in the direction that you want. So I love those two. Fantastic advice. How long do you do it for? Like, how long do you do you sit there for? Like five minutes? Can it? Oh, be no, like no, a no. I think like break? five. I feel like five minutes is too long. As soon as like your like your brain is too cold and you just can't. You're like, okay, I have to stop. Then you just stop. Okay, that is. I try. love that. So like life hacks for Brasilia. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> those are great advice. Thank you. Um, what was your first job? My first job was a UPass officer at the University of Ottawa. So I was a student and the student association, I think, yeah, uh, put out the poster saying that, oh, they needed people. I don't know if you knew what UPass is, but it was like the specific bus pass for students. So that was my first job and I really loved it. I met amazing people and it was great to come into campus days before it was starting. And it was so great to meet like People who were uh, starting their first year and coming f- like on campus for the first time, it was really refreshing. Did you have to take people's like, you know, when they make you take your picture and. Yes. Um, so you got to and do that I, for everyone. Yes. And <laughs> I love that part because I was like, you can smile because I hate <laughs> when they say you cannot smile. I'm like, why? So I was the one saying you can smile at all. Um, in addition to IABC Ottawa, what is another community group or charity in Ottawa that you wish people knew more about? Um, that's a great question. There is a lot, but uh, there is one that I, re- I discovered, I think, end of last year, and I really love what they're doing, is Innovate- Innovators and Entrepreneurs Foundation. So it's a national, it's a national charity, um, but they have an office here at Ottawa. And their goal is really to support, educate, celebrate innovation and entrepreneurship among business owners, but specifically in marginalized communities. So they serve um, women, indigenous people, youth, people of color, senior printers, new immigrants, military veterans, and not only those groups, but the work focuses on those groups. And I find it amazing because I got to learn and meet uh, like learn about and meet um, business owners of like from different parts of the country who are doing an amazing job like an amazing work i didn't know that we had so much entrepreneurs doing you know life-changing things so it was uh, really great so i really love that foundation and if people can look it up and know more about it it will be really great and what was the name again innovators and Entrepreneurs Foundation. So it's IEF on like social media, but it's Innovators and Entrepreneurs Foundation. Yeah, fantastic. I love this question because I always learn about a new group. Um, There's Mm -hmm. so many in Ottawa that do great things. And yeah. Yeah. Um, And lastly, Priscilla, what is one thing you're looking forward to this summer? Barbecue. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. What is your favorite barbecue food? Chicken, like I oh, feel yeah. like chicken is like the best on barbecue. If you do it so, right, like you gotta know how to do it. Of course, but I feel like I feel like um, chicken is like fries. It's hard to go wrong, or That's it's true. like spaghetti sauce. You know, for me, if someone misses spaghetti sauce, it's like, well, I can't eat anything else on your menu because <laughs> how, you know? <laughs> so chicken, even if I know p- different people make it differently, but it's something that we all agree on that it's like a basic. So. I look forward to having barbecue, to do the barbecue in my house, like in my backyard, 
uh, looking forward to patio season because who doesn't love a good sunny patio Priscilla, thank you so much for joining me and sharing your thoughts on the lightning round. I'm so glad you're still with IABC Ottawa and um, helping with the mentorship project and program. And uh, yeah, maybe we'll have you on again next year. Maybe. Thank you so much, Sherry. Uh, You're doing amazing work. I love listening to the voice. Thank you for having me. That is it for this episode of IEBC Ottawa's The Voice. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this episode, please share it and send us a review or feedback. You can reach IABC Ottawa on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at IABC Ottawa, as well as on LinkedIn. You can check out our social and website at ottawa.iabc.com for info on all IABC Ottawa networking, professional development events, future meetups, and more. And while you are there, make sure you click on job line to find your next opportunity or the right communications professional to join your team. Finally, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the IABC Ottawa newsletter so you can find out about each new podcast episode and so much more. I'm your host, Sherry Ask, and until next time, let the music play. <laughs>